Do you want to wake up feeling like you're stepping into who you're meant to be, into the best possible version of you? What if I told you that the key to your best life, health, and happiness are all around you? You just have to find what works for you. I'm Hope Pujaza, and I believe that there isn't just one way to live a healthy and meaningful life, and that all you need is a little inspiration to make changes that last from the inside out. Each week, I'll be sharing tangible tips and inspirational interviews to help you on your journey. These are the steps to take to improve your life and live with purpose. This is Hopeful and Wholesome. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Hopeful and Wholesome. We are moving on in our chakra series, and today we are moving up to the heart chakra. And so if you haven't caught any of my other episodes in this series, basically for the past few months, I've been taking one episode to kind of move through each chakra and we're talking about what each chakra represents, kind of the emotions and everything involved in that center, and then relating it to your wellness and relating it to your health or wellness and how to create balance in that center with food and mineral balancing and all of the things surrounding your physical health. So we're just kind of attaching or combining or yeah, combining, I guess, the energetic body with the physical body, putting those two together, which is what I do in my practice. So moving up to the heart chakra, this chakra is associated with love and gratitude and forgiveness and acceptance and openness, gratitude, um, patience, all of those feelings and emotions are found in this center. So the kind of opposite of that kind of the vices that the shadows that kind of show up in this center are things like ego, stubbornness, and narcissism. And so the signs of a blocked heart chakra, when there's a blockage there, this is going to have you feeling things like, like sadness, maybe betrayal or anger comes up. Jealousy is an emotion that comes up when the center is blocked and just not, not being able to connect with other people emotionally. So you kind of have this wall built up. When it's overactive in the center, when there's too much energy going on in the center, this is this leads to really kind of unhealthy codependent relationships and attachments that aren't necessarily healthy, like unhealthy or harmful attachments. And it can lead to things like I mentioned, like narcissism, right? It's kind of the opposite end of that when you're just so consumed with ego and it's kind of it comes more of this self-centered kind of kind of mindset. So with this particular chakra. It's all of the chakras as we've been going through, we're talking about which gland, right? Which part of the endocrine system is associated with each particular chakra, because that's how, in, in my opinion, and how I work in my practice, that's really how we bring balance to this particular center is when we're able to understand the connection between the energetic body and the physical body. And so each of the main, there's, there's a lot more than this, the seven chakras that we're going through, but with the seven main chakras, all of those are associated with the gland. Right. And so this one is what I find is kind of, um, I don't want to say misunderstood. It is kind of just like the forgotten gland, in my opinion. It's just people don't really think about it, but it's the thymus gland and you don't really hear about your thymus, right? You hear about your adrenals or your, you know, your thyroid that the, the ones we hear about the most, the most, but the thymus is just poor little guy. I feel like it's just so undervalued because the thymus is really responsible for our immune system, right? This the thymus gland regulates the production of white blood cells and T cells, which helps your body fight infections and fight invaders and pathogens. Like this is the center of our immune system is the thymus gland. And so when things are off in this center, when things are off in this gland, I mean, your whole body is going to take a hit, right? Your immune system is, is going to take a hit. So your whole body is going to be affected. 
So when we're looking at supporting the thymus gland, this is another one of those centers, really like the last two we've talked about. And I would say, honestly, I would say for the most part, it's it's all of these kind of lower, the ones below the neck, really. No, I lied. I I, I disagree with what I just said. <laughs> it's really all of them. Some of them apply more than others, but all of them really, the, the foods associated with supporting the center is also the foods associated, like the color of those foods are associated with the center and the, the nutrients in those that particular colored food is what supports the gland. Hopefully that all made sense, what I was trying to say. So for example, I'm using this specifically talking about the heart chakra. The heart chakra is associated with green. That is the color that's associated with this center. And the foods that support the center are also foods that is su- that support the gland associated with it. So think green foods, leafy greens, right? Leafy green vegetables, kale and spinach and dandelion greens, broccoli and cabbage and celery, all of these foods are rich in the vitamins and minerals needed to support the thymus gland. Leafy greens, that's that's really the main thing. And yes, there are other foods that are green, but those are going to be the ones that really hold up to supporting the thymus gland and your immune system. So keep that in mind when we're looking at supporting this gland, or that the center, well, yeah, and the gland, the center, we're looking at green foods. And we're looking at mineral balancing to support this gland, to support this center. We're looking at foods, minerals that support overall immune function. And a lot of these are like the, are in the foods that I just mentioned, right? Leafy greens, um, even green seeds. I think like, think about pumpkin seeds. We're talking about minerals that support the center. We want to start with zinc. Zinc is probably the most crucial mineral and the most critical mineral involved in the thymus gland, involved in the thymus gland function and the thymus hormone really how it how it works how the thymus thymus hormones work it's involved in virtually every aspect of your immune system and when zinc levels are low the number of t cells are reduced and and these are the cells that that fight off infection and disease right and really a lot of the white blood cells function a crucial to your immune system it, it lacks when we don't have enough zinc right zinc is crucial for that for this and all of these these things in like, you know, how your white blood cells are working and how your T cells are working. All of these are enhanced when we have enough zinc and selenium is another one. And selenium is considered an antioxidant mineral and because it helps fight off free radicals in the body. So it helps fight off DNA damage and cellular damage. So it's obviously crucial for immune function as well. And then other nutrients, um, not necessarily minerals, but vitamins, vitamin C, vitamin B6, all of these help support immune function and fight damage to the thymus gland itself. It helps support the thymus gland. And all of these you can get in in leafy greens and think of other, you know, you can get vitamin C and vitamin B6 from other fruits and veggies and whole grains, right? So I'd say zinc is the heavy hitter here and the one we want we want to focus on the most because it is so crucial for your immune system and for the thymus gland. And I'll mention this as well, like I've mentioned in all the other episodes, that true healing for each of the chakras is going to involve healing in all the other chakras because as I've mentioned, none of these work in isolation. And so I find a lot of times that if there's, you know, blockages or stagnation around the heart chakra, that a lot of times this is a, a, a sign or a signal that we haven't processed deeper emotions, like things like 
fear or sadness or even even joy. Like we haven't processed those emotions. And that's kind of like linked to blockages here. Because if we haven't processed these emotions from the lower chakras that we've talked about, the root chakra, the sacral, the solar plexus, all of those, then it's going to create blockages here as well in the heart center. And really it's all about going down to the, the base, right? Starting with the root chakra and really processing the emotions of all the, the lower chakras in order to really open up the energy from this particular chakra. And yes, we can do, you know, the physical work where we're supporting it with the right foods and the right minerals, like we talked about, but the energetic body, the, the emotional body, it's, it's to me, it's one of the same. Those have to play a part too. I was doing a podcast interview earlier today and we were talking about that and they're, um, it's a, a man and a woman that have this podcast together and they're like big biohackers. And we're talking about, you know, just kind of energy medicine and this piece that, really is Mika's the 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 man that one of the, the male host he was asking me you know what do you think is the piece that's missing like what do you think is the missing piece like when we talk about you know all these important things to do for longevity and you know all for health and wellness and all that what do you think is the missing piece and for me it is this energy healing piece and you know I've I've done the piece where I've just focused on the physical body right where I was just doing the workouts. That's, that was the thing. And then it was, okay, well, let's work on nutrition. We'll talk about macros and calories and all that. Right. Then we'll, maybe we'll talk about like every time I've gone a layer deeper and a layer deeper and a layer deeper, it just peels back more and more layers of like the, the human. And it all goes down that, that bottom layer really goes down to the energetic body and it goes down to our emotions and how we're processing emotions. And moving through emotions. And it, it is that emotional body emotions. Like I've mentioned before, and I'll say it a million times again, until it, it clicks for everybody. Emotions are energy in motion. They are meant to move. They're meant to emote. They are meant to be energy. Does it, it it's constantly emotion, right? And, and, and that's a law of physics. Like this isn't woo woo. Like it, it's this law of physics, right? And emotions are energy in motion. And when they're no longer in motion, when they haven't moved through is when it gets stuck and stagnant and stored in the body. And that my friend is how we get blockages in the, 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 the energy centers, like the heart chakra. We're talking about the heart chakra, this specific energy center. When we're not moving through these emotions, when we don't process them, when we don't allow them to move through the body, when we push them aside or just choose to forget about them or, or we don't allow ourselves to feel the the realm of emotions in this human experience this 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 is in my opinion the root cause of all illness and and that's what we were talking about on this podcast earlier you know we could talk about the physical root causes all day and and I do you know that's what I do in my practice but the physical root cause there's always an energetic or emotional root cause, right? It, it, to me, it's the same. The energy body is the emotional body. There is always an energetic emotional root cause of what's happening on the physical body and what's happening on this physical realm. It, it starts with the energy body. It starts with an emotion or, you know, an emotional event that wasn't processed properly that we weren't, we didn't allow to move through the body. And, and that's why I say, you know, we're talking about each of these chakras. It's always important to remind you 
that we have to work with all of them together. Like we have to start at the base. We have to start with all the lower chakras and move our way up and work through each of these because if there's, you know, a blockage down below and your root center or your sacral center, whatever, it's going to cause blockages above. Like it's, 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 it's a block to the energy flowing through the body. And then, you know, I talked about this in the very first episode for this chakra series, each of these energy centers, there's energy moving through them and they move up through each center, right? So all of these chakra means wheel, like it's like a spinning wheel of energy. And so when we're not allowing the emotions associated with each of these to move through, it just kind of, it kind of slows down that wheel. Like at the, a, a picture, like, like a little gear, right? Like a little gear spinning around and around and we're slowing that down. So we're not allowing energy to move through the body, which means our physical body is going to, it's going to take a toll on the physical body, right? Because our energy is not moving through and everything in the body is energy, how our cells, how our cells function, our hormones, like all of it is energy in the body. And so these emotions as energy, when they're stuck, stagnant, stored, they're not allowed to move, emote, right? That's what happens. And so I just, I know I went off on a tangent there, but I can't stress enough the, the importance of working on your emotional health and the energetic body to the physical body. And, you know, I, I understand that it's not one of those things that's widely accepted in the Western world. And it's, it's not something that's really widely accepted in allopathic, the allopathic model of care, but it doesn't mean it's not valid. And, you know, I've had conversations, I have some episodes coming out with some some women who work in traditional Chinese medicine, and we talk about this too, that, you know, traditional Chinese medicine goes back thousands, thousands, y'all. I just said thousands, thousands of years. And we call it alternative care, but how was it alternative care when it was around thousands of years before <laughs> the allopathic model, like the Western medical model? Like how is it, it, it blows my mind that, that that's, you know, we've, we've turned that into the quote, you know, alternative method when that was around it. And, and basically, you know, the premise of traditional Chinese medicine, and I, no, I don't want to like water it down and, and dilute it too much, but the premise really, it goes back to talking about energy medicine, how energy moves through the body and emotions and, and the organs and glands that they're attached to, right? That's, that's the premise, you know, at some point throughout our history and Western medicine and, this allopathic model of care that just kind of took over and we can, we can go into that another day. That's a conversation for another day. Actually, I have an episode coming out. Um, I want to say later this summer and she, she dives pretty deep into it, but I mean, I could talk about that all day. And, and again, th- this isn't me, this isn't me bashing anything or whatever, but I just, that in the, and the allopathic model of care, this kind of Western way of doing things in the medical world, we have separated the mind and the body right? That we have, it's a fact we have. And to me, that was, I mean, that's the downfall. That's been the downfall. It's to our detriment, the detriment of our wellness our overall wellness is separating the mind and the body. And it, it just, the fact that, you know, the medical gaslighting goes on and some practitioners and physicians, you know, questioning their patients, 
intuition, when they feel something is off, it just perpetuates it, right? The medical gaslighting is perpetuating this separation of mind and body because now we're questioning ourselves, like questioning, do I do it? Am I crazy? Like, do I know what I'm talking about? Maybe, it, maybe I don't, maybe I don't understand how my body works. Right. So now we question our, our, our very, like that inner voice, like telling us that something is off. And we were born with that. We were born with that. And that is something that, you know, I love about the Eastern model and things like, you know, traditional Chinese medicine, Ayurveda, it's, it's all about listening to your body and tuning in and the, in what your body is telling you. And that's what I love about this energy medicine piece is it goes back to, to the, the basis of wellness, right. Of, of caring for ourselves and of actual wellness, right. And helping keep us well. And it, it, I think it's such a disservice to us as human beings on this planet to perpetuate the narrative that we don't understand how our bodies work because we do. We were born with that inherent knowing of how our bodies work and how they function and what's going on. When you were a baby, right? When you wanted, when you knew you were hungry or you didn't feel good or whatever, you cried. Like that was, you knew your body was telling you and your reaction was that, right? You cried or you yelled or whatever, right? You have, you have this inherent knowing of the signals your body is telling you. And at some point we become disconnected from that. And that disconnection from ourselves, our, our bodies is that disconnection from our energetic body, that energetic field that we're all we're all a part of. And and I just think I just see this as, you know, like in the conversation I was having earlier today in the podcast interview, I just see this as the missing link to real wellness and what real wellness looks like. And, and this is why, you know, I see it as this kind of the holistic model, right? We're, we're talking about wellness. We're talking about ho the holistic model or the functional model. We talk about the allopathic model, the, the kind of the Western medical world. We're talking about sick care, right? Uh, nobody wants to wait till you're sick to get better, right? We're talking about wellness and the, the real wellness starts with the energetic body. That's, that's where the illness comes from. That's where disease comes from. It, it's dis-ease in the body. It's not, it's being, becoming disconnected from our energetic body, right? It's allowing energy, emotions, trauma, which is emotions, right? All of that to remain stored inside it in the body. So I'm sorry for my rant, <laughs> my rabbit hole, I just went down, but the heart shocker, I find, I, I work a lot with my clients with the heart chakra. And I find a lot of times whether there are some, you know, some blockages and some, some things that show up in the center, a lot of times it has to do with the lower chakras and what's going on down below as well. That's caused this to happen. Right. So this, you know, I was talking earlier about the kind of the, the shadows, the vices that show up in the center and like codependent relationships and narcissism, that kind of thing that, that doesn't show up in a vacuum, right? Like it, it starts from somewhere down below. So it's, it, it's either something that's happening where it's, it something has threatened your sense of safety or security, right? That's your root center. Or um, if there was a sexual experience that kind of traumatized you there, that's your sacral center. And, and then it's showing up in your heart. So do you see how they're all connected? Right. So I hope this all makes sense despite my rabbit hole that I went down. Um, but I thought it was important to mention as we're talking about kind of moving up and we just have a few chakras left and, and I hope this makes sense. And I, 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 
the point I wanted to make with that rabbit hole was just explaining why I incorporate this into my practice now and why I incorporate this with the work I do with my clients and why it's such an important part of the healing process. And I, and I get that, that it's not, I'm using air quotes here. It's not like typical for everybody, right? It, it doesn't feel normal to a lot of people. And it's, you know, it's one of those where I have some clients come in and they're, you know, they're, they're into this kind of, um, you know, energy work and they're kind of, you know, in, in, t- in touch with their kind of spiritual side. And then has people who totally aren't like, they've never done anything like this before, but they're open to it. And I guess that's, that's gonna, my challenge for you as we wrap up this episode is, you know, if you've, you've done all the things and you're still feeling like there's pieces missing, you're still feeling like the, the imbalances are still there. The, the healing opportunities, like you haven't found them all, or you just feel like something just can't quite get to, you know, the pieces that are missing that to bring that, that kind of that healing process full circle and not to say that the healing is ever done, right? We know it's a journey and we know that it's never like, you know, we're trying to get to the specific destination, but you feel like you've done, right. You've worked with these practitioners and you've tried this practitioner and that one and this doctor and that one, and these things you've done all these protocols and you still aren't finding the complete healing that you're looking for. This is the piece. This is the piece. It's, it's something in your energetic body, your emotional body hasn't been, it hasn't been brought to light. And that's really the key. It's the awareness. And, you know, when I bring my clients through these emotional release sessions, it's, it's the awareness piece. It's just bringing it to light. It's bringing it to the forefront. It's bringing it to your awareness, the emotions, the things that have been stored and stagnant. That's the only way to move through it. And it's not just finding it like, okay, it's there. Like, let's move on. It's like, no, it, we have to feel into it. We have to feel it. And it's, it's about transmuting it and moving through it and getting to the other side of it without dismissing it or bypassing it or brushing it off. And I encourage you that if, if you're listening to this and you haven't found the thing, right? You're looking for the thing. You're always looking for the thing that's going to bring the healing for you to, you know, open your mind to trying something new and, and try incorporating, whether it's with me or with somebody else, right? The energy medicine, the energy medicine is, is powerful and it's effective (laughs) and it's, it's not the, you know, the sexy thing we like to talk about because it's not, that's what I was telling earlier in my interview with them. It's, you know, it's not the sexy thing we like to talk about because it's not like give tell me what's going to give me the six pack or the ripped arms or, you know, the, the youthful skin or whatever. Like we want the physical benefits and it's, it's not the sexy thing that we see, you know, the physical um, benefits from. And I, however, I would say that when you are able to really heal the body and you're really able to get to the energetic root cause that it is going to show up physically on the body. Now, probably not right away. Like you walk out of your emotional release session and you look 20 years younger, but Hey, I'd say anything's possible. But my point is this, because this, this energetic body is so tied to our physical body that yeah, you could totally see physical benefits and that, but that's not the point. The point is that this, the energetic body, the the opportunities for healing there, it could be what's keeping you from feeling that, that sense of like peace and joy and fulfillment in your body and feel like, you know, if you're feeling like, you know, something's still missing and it's just, 
I've, I've skipped a step or I've missed something, right? I encourage you to dive in with this and just give it a shot. Give it a chance. Open your mind. Try something new. Um, I hope this at least gave you a good explanation of the energetic healing process and the heart chakra and gave you some things to think about. And I will see y'all next time. Thanks for listening to Hopeful and Wholesome, y'all. If you found value in this week's episode, please subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast and leave a review to let me know what you thought. I'd love to know what you find useful in these episodes so I can know how to provide the most value I can to my listeners. And if you have topics you'd like to know more about, I'd love to hear those as well. So shoot me a message on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. It's at the Hope Pedraza, or you can visit my website, hopefulandwholesome.com. Thanks, y'all.